Okay, so here's the truth. Sometimes you're gonna open your phone, you're gonna probably go on Instagram. I say probably, why do I say probably? Not me assuming that everyone's like me. <laughs> Whatever, I know, don't judge me. When you point at someone, there are three fingers pointing back at you. But anyway, whatever. You're gonna open Instagram and you're gonna see someone's post and it's gonna make you roll your eyes. They're gonna trigger you. And do you know what you have to do when that, when that feeling and that emotion boils up in you? You, you just gotta delete them. You gotta delete them because something about this person irritates you. And sometimes it would be your own family members. So you might feel bad to delete them. Sometimes we just, Follow people just because. So it could be our friends that, that, that we're going through a, a moment and a point that they're, they're just irritating us, like flipping over. My thing is first things first, because we don't want these emotions, either delete them or mute their content so you don't see their content. Secondly, is figuring out what it is about this person's content that triggers you. Because sometimes it is something to do with them three fingers pointing back. And sometimes we're triggered because we're seeing people moving on or not moving on or we're seeing people doing things that we're like, oh, what's going on about their new business? I could have been doing that. It feels triggering. You're winding me up, but it's not you, it's me. By me, I'm not talking about me. I'm not even talking about myself. Maybe I am a little bit, but (laughs) don't judge me. Those three fingers. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes that emotion is in us because we feel that we're not doing enough to follow our dreams and we can see someone else following their dreams. And it's not, this isn't even about jealousy. Sometimes it's just that frustration with yourself. And sometimes the it is avoiding that person's content. Sometimes it's avoiding content altogether. This morning I have been on Instagram. I've been scrolling and what, three fingers. And I've deleted people. Not because they've triggered me. If I'm scrolling on my Instagram, I wanna be inspired. I'm coming across posts and I'm like, What's this? Because remember, Instagram also shows you things that they think you'll be interested in based on the algorithm of what you've liked and what you've engaged with and what you've watched. So sometimes it's just showing you stuff that you've shown the interest to by giving it time. So even if it's someone you're not following, it will show up on your on your scroll page. So you have an option to delete it. So press the X button and then it will give you a list. Don't show me content from this person. Don't show me content similar to this, all of that stuff. But also sometimes I scroll and I'm like, who is this person? And then I click on their page and I realize that I don't know their content, but they posted something that I aligned with at the time. But I got what I got from that. But now I don't need to see your content because if I'm scrolling and I'm not liking every post, I'm a hater and I don't like that. I see people doing that sometimes on a train just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I'm like, bruv, you ain't like to single post. Not these people that you follow, you ain't like to single post. It's giving hater. So I thought, so my advice is if you find yourself on Instagram, when you find yourself triggered by someone that you do follow, delete them if you, if you feel comfortable to, but if you don't feel comfortable to mute them. And if it's just someone that you just don't vibe with their content anymore, unfollow them. Make sure you're, being shown stuff that inspires you to have a better day, inspires you to live your life better, inspires you to be a happier person, inspires you to be more positive. Otherwise, what are we really doing here? And with that said, we're going to get into the So Flipping Extra podcast. And usually, because I'm always scared of screwing up and, you know, not being perfect. I've always got my script, but I ain't got my script because I'm like, bruv, this is the 23rd time I've done this. I should know this off by heart, so let's go. 
Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the So Flipping Extra podcast, a platform for me to express, explore and create and be so flipping extra. Why, I hear you ask. Well, my darling, because that's what brings me joy. And without further ado, I'm going to get into the podcast because I know my script without my script. Stop it. It's giving professional out here. And let's get into the podcast because I've got a few things that I want to discuss with you. So let's go. How funny, I am just editing this now and I did make a mistake. It's express, explore and connect. (laughs) But it's still giving professional, let's get into the podcast. (laughs) So a few podcasts ago, I spoke to you guys about rejection. Was it rejection? What did I even speak about? Who knows, it was so long ago because I've been doing this for so long now. But we spoke about... I said, this was going to be the year I was going to get comfortable hearing no's. This was the year I was going to put myself out there because what we're not doing is going through this whole year scared of rejection. I'm prepared to be rejected. However, guys, I've got to be honest with you guys. That's one thing. I'm going to be honest with you lot. Rejection rid its ugly head. And if I'm being honest, how well have I been doing at this rejection thing? Because since I posted that podcast, have I sent the email? Have I sent the message to the brand to say, hey guys, hello, I'm over here, book me. I don't, I I don't think I have. I don't think I have. And I'm not, I don't speak this podcast sitting on my pedestal telling you lot what to do. That's not what happens. This place is a platform for me to express, explore and create and be so flipping extra. But really, I feel like with these conversations, it is me talking to myself. I mean, honestly, what am I really doing? I'm sitting here talking to myself. And it's like, you know, some people, they journal in their book. Some people journal on their phone, like they'll send memos. This is like my voice memo to myself. And I used to do voice memos and it was basically a podcast. So this is what it is. It's my memo to myself. And I always hope that when you guys listen to these podcasts, you get something from it and it helps you move. And eventually it's going to help us all move. So I'm going to move. Eventually I'm going to move. But I'm gonna t- I want to talk to you a lot about the rejection that came up in me this week. And the rejection comes from me... S- Visualize, visually seeing things happen around me and me not being involved. <laughs> Hello, what about me? It's giving, it's giving main character energy. And I touched on this last week and it was like, you know, seeing somebody get chosen to do something that I was like, but I've told you that I want to do that. I've expressed this to you. And then it actually, I feel like what happened is it reared itself again because a company that I reached out to that have an event in like autumn time, I said, this is a great event. I would love to come and do a workshop with you, you know, even speak, present and whatever. And that was like at the beginning of the year and my my message was read and then they just said, yes, I'm gonna get back to you. And then this week I, I saw that they were saying, oh yeah, we're gonna have a workshop on. We're gonna be doing mending workshops. And I was like, Rah, no one got back to me, but now you lot are doing a workshop. And they put new news, new announcement. So I, I messaged them back. I was like, nah, in Augusta. So I said, hey, really lovely that you're doing, you've added the workshop and da da da. I'm still available. Because sometimes what fear, what rejection makes us do is say, do you know what? Fuck you. Do you know, if you don't want me, piss off. But the reality is, is everyone's getting on with their lives and everyone's doing things. And sometimes the people that are behind, like taking the messages, they're not the ones making decisions. And there's so many, that people are inundated with information. I've got to go from how I work as well. Sometimes people are messaging me like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean the yeah. 
trust me, out of sight, out of mind. Once I've closed that message, I've forgotten everything that I said I was gonna do. And it's really bad, I'm just not good at writing things down. The great thing is, is that I'm honest with that now, whereas before it was a, it was a quality of mine that I used to hide. Um, I'm joking with quality. I reached out, I told them that I was still up for open and interested in working with them and all of this and they was like, oh, hey, um, what kind of workshops do you do? Babes, listen, who told them to ask that question? Because I, I name dropped, I quality dropped. I, listen, I was like, I do. And I've done it with And the reason it would be great to have me is because of Listen, who told, who gave me a platform to talk about how amazing I was? I did that. And then they came back and they was like, wow, yeah, I've looked at your work. Your work is amazing. We would love to work with you. And then this week we had a call and not only have I been invited to do a workshop there, I've also been invited to do other workshops and I've even been invited to have um, presence on the stage and do a talk, a 45 minute talk. Sorry, this is my longest talk. Oh my God, it's giving, it's giving TED talk. But yeah, I had a conversation with my girl Naya this week and she challenged me. She was like, yeah, we're missing out on opportunities, Dan. We're missing out on opportunities because we're just letting them slide past because we're scared of the rejection. We're scared of someone saying no. But what if they say, yeah, like it's either a yes or a no. We're scared of pissing people off by being in their DMs too much or being like them having to read our email. Oh, there's that Danny, she's emailing me again. I'm not even gonna open it. But so what? So what? Because let's say you email 10 people every week. Of them 10 people, one might answer. Of the nine people left the week after, another one might answer. The week after, another one might answer. After 10 weeks, you might have two people that just don't want shit to do with you. However, in that process of building up that strength and that courage to keep sending that message to those 10 people over the weeks that have ignored you, you've found more people to message. You've done the work for these people, which has actually given you more contacts because they've referred you to someone else. And I'm grateful that I got this reminder that I'm still, still sitting in my fear. And I'm grateful for a post that I saw this morning on my journey. Obviously I knew I was gonna wake up and do the podcast today. And I knew that I wanted to discuss this incident that happened. So, oh, I can't remember the guy. And he's like a motivational speaker. And he's having an interview with a woman. Like she, he's obviously, it's his event. And she's there and she's talking to him and she's saying she's scared of rejection. And so he's like, why are you scared of rejection? So they go through this conversation back and forth and she's given her reasons and he's coming back and he's coming back and everything she was saying, it was me. It was me, everything she was saying, I was like, that's, yeah, that would have been my answer. That would have been my answer. If I knew, if I was able to articulate it in that moment. So basically what I got, the way I interpreted this whole conversation was, you're, you have a fear of rejection and your fear of rejection is actually the fear of the unknown. You're, scared of the rejection but you don't know it's not knowing what's going to happen if or not knowing what that person's going to say are they going to say yes or are they going to say no that's my thing I'm scared of you know what if they say no but what if they say yeah so it's the unknown because you don't know what's going to happen because you ain't done it right however if you step into the unknown what are you going to find sorry not me sitting here waiting for an answer if you step into the unknown you're going to find yourself you're going to find more of yourself you're going to find it's not even that you're gonna find the answers with whatever happens in the unknown, when you step into it and you put yourself out there, you're gonna find the more powerful side of yourself. You're gonna find more things that you don't like, but then it's gonna allow you to have a shift of how you deal with that. Oh, 
They said no. How did that make me feel? Actually, after a while, that no's like, boom, let's go. Okay, you said no. <laughs> it's okay. You actually answered me this time and you said no. Fine, now I know. Now I know. I feel better. Let me go to someone else. It's just the stepping into the unknown. You're going to find more of yourself. And you're going to grow. And you're going to be stronger. And you're going to be even more amazing. And you're going to be so flipping extra. And you're going to love it. Because there's growth in the unknown. And I love that for us. Well, who is doing the rejecting? Thank you. So why are you doing that? Why are you judging yourself as being unworthy? It's a choice. So why do you continue to choose to reject yourself when you know it's your choice not to? Do you understand that there's only one thing you can possibly ever discover in the unknown? And that's more of yourself. You are your universe. You fill it completely. There's nothing else in it. The idea is, is that whatever appears to be in the mm. universe with you is your version of that thing. Come on. So yeah, that was, that's Bashar. I love the way he talks. He's just so calm. I love that. That whole universe, universe. Everything that is in your universe is what you've put there. It's your interpretation of, of the world around you. Whether you can or you can't, you've, you've decided that in your universe. Do you know what I'm saying? What comes to you? You know when you say, oh, I'm gonna put it out there to the universe and bring it to me. But you, when you put it out there, it's because you said, this is what I want. You've put it, now you've put it into your universe and it ali you align with it. Uh, let's get over the fear of rejection. Guys, let's do it again. Round two. <laughs> Let me talk about my gratitude for this week, actually, because this week, yesterday, actually, yesterday being Friday, Oh my God, so this lady who follows me on Instagram, she reached out to me. Her message was that her daughter is doing a project at school about sustainability and she really wants to interview me because she's inspired by what I do. She loves my videos and so she wants to interview me and have some questions. Maybe I could jump on a Zoom with her, a Zoom, FaceTime, whatever. Or if I don't have the time, just emails. And I was like, I'd love to jump on a Zoom. Let me know when you'd want to do it, your availability. Now, I didn't, sometimes I get these messages a lot where people want to interview me and my, have my opinion. Like this week alone, I think altogether it's like four. I don't know if it's something happening at uni, but most of them are uni age. So I just assumed it was maybe, you know, an older girl that she had. So then she said, can I send you some videos um, of stuff that she's done? So she sent me the video. Why did I see this little girl? She, I feel like she was younger than Callie. So I feel like she was like, Seven, eight, nine, eight. I feel like eight was my first number I went to, but I'm not sure how old she is. And um, as she's, she's cutting up her fabrics, cutting up her pajama shorts, and she's cutting up her pajama top. And I was like, okay, oh, cute. Not like a condescending cute. I was like, oh, because I, I love to see it. I love when I see Callie making stuff. I love when I, when I see little kids making stuff. I love when people send me their, their children making stuff. But I was like, rah, I thought she had some big kid. I thought it was just some big, like, you know, secondary school age kid that she wanted to send me um, videos of. The second video, the second video brought tears to my eyes. It spun me. This little girl, she done a transition video. So she starts off in the outfit. <laughs> She's, oh my God. Like I was, I, 
oh, it was the best thing I've seen. She starts off in the outfit, like looking at it, like, what is this? Da, da, da. And then she sits down in the chair and as she sits down in the chair, she's in her new outfit and she's like, what? Yeah, woo, 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 woo. baby girl's got the outfit on. She's looking fresh, she's looking clean, she's looking dope. Like the sleeve things that she done, mwah, chef's kiss, right? Then she whips her hair down and as she comes back up, she's wearing a hairband that she's used from the excess fabric. Oh my God, I started crying. I started crying because, sorry, I'm getting emotional again. Oh, why am I crying? Because I was just like, stop it. And like, I, I voice noted the lady back and I was like, nah, this is this has literally spun me because to know that I'm doing things and, and to see young people like literally taking my videos and recreating their videos. And I can see my videos in their videos. Like, I love it. I feel like an icon. She's an icon. <laughs> And I just felt, I just felt emotional. And I was like, I, yeah, I've made it. Mama, I've made it. Listen, stop it. Tag me in your videos. I love to see it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I guess it always brings me back to, you know, you just never, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Why am I getting emotional? What is it? Where's this feeling come from? Like, why does someone just show me that I inspire them, make me feel emotional? Is this, a, is this, is it just normal? It was just like, do I need therapy? I don't think I need therapy. It's normal, right? But yeah, it made me feel so great. We haven't had our interview yet. So I'm so excited to just jump on a call with this young person and things like that just inspire me because I haven't done a upcycle video in a while and I'm like, I need to get a video because people, people are inspired and I'm inspiring the young people. And I believe the children are the future. We need to teach them well and let them lead the way because when we go, as they lead the way, they grow up and they continue to lead the way for the young people and the children keep leading the way. And, you know, show them all the beauty that they possess inside. Ping, that's my gratitude for the day. And I, I have loads of things to be grateful for, but that one encapsulates all three in them, all three of my gratitudes for the week. Like every day is filled with gratitude, but that one, nothing tops that this week. What else do I wanna talk about today? I wanna to talk about trends actually, because I'm not a fan of trends. Trends is not something that when I get dressed, I think about, oh, I'm gonna wear this because it's, it's on trend. I will avoid wearing something because it's on trends. I feel like trends come and go, but style, style is something that lasts forever. And your style, has nothing to do with the trends and your style has nothing to do with what anyone thinks because it doesn't matter what anyone thinks of your style because it's yours. The only thing that matters when it comes to style is you having the confidence to express your style because if you're someone who gets upset or agitated or irritated when someone expresses that your style is weird and they don't like you or they don't like, what, why are you wearing that? Then you're not gonna have the confidence. And when I was in my teens, and I would wear certain things, especially when I started find, finding my love for era fashion and vintage fashion. People be like, what are you wearing? What is that? Why are you dressed like that? And I found my love for like kind of vintage styles from quite early. So like, you know, in my late teens to like 18, like 19, 19, 20, when I started wearing leg warmers. Leg warmers was not in, in the 90s, trust me. Late 90s as well. So people be like, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing that? Because I want to. It wasn't on trend. I remember back in the day when I used to shop in Zara, I'd buy stuff in Zara because I liked it, but I didn't want to be out wearing it when someone else was wearing it. So I'd put it down for a couple years 
and then wear it a couple years later. So when people are like, oh my God, that, I love your dress. Where'd you get it from? Oh, I got it from Zara like two years ago. <laughs> you can't get it unless you find it in a charity shop. But it, it really is having the confidence. This phrase does actually really irritate me, but I want to give you some tips to help you dress better. Whatever that means to you. When I say dress better, there's no, com the comparison is only you and you. Remember that. Better than what? Better than who? I'm not trying to dress better than anybody. And I'm not trying to get you lot to think you need to dress better than anybody. Or that you're what you, how you dress isn't good enough. But there are obviously based on conversations that I have, there are a lot of people that aren't happy with the way they dress. So tips on how to help you dress better than what it is that you like. So I've only got three tips and they're really quick tips. The first one is clear out your wardrobe. So a lot of the time, our wardrobes are just full of clothes, clothes that we don't fit into anymore, clothes that we don't love anymore, clothes that we're hoping to get back into, clothes for a rainy day, our special occasion clothes, our funeral clothes. Some people have more funeral clothes than they do going out clothes. It's full of clothes that we haven't even seen for a while. And if you clear all of that out and you um, address the things that you don't like or you don't wear, don't serve you, you're then left with stuff that you, you actually like. So now you're building your style on things that you actually wanna wear. If your wardrobe is just full of stuff, you're only wearing what is available to you in your wardrobe because that's all you know. But if you clear it out and you're like, I actually don't vibe with this, I don't like it, then you can figure it out what it is that, what, what do you like to wear? What things do you like? And then if it is about you need to buy a few more things because maybe you don't have in your wardrobe what it is that you like, you can go out and buy it whether it's sustainably or however it is that you source your clothes. I am not God. I am not the friggin' sustainable God. So you can shop wherever you want. You can do whatever you want. You are your own person. At least buy things that you have an intention of re-wearing and restyling with different things. If you buy a set and you, it's like a two-piece set, can you wear those? Would you wear those two things separately? My main thing is, is just have intentions to keep wearing it. Otherwise, it's just bullshit. Do you know what I'm saying? My second tip for dressing better is know your measurements. And especially where we're in a time where a lot of people are shopping online. So, you know, especially for my people that do shop secondhand, we're shopping on Vinted a lot these days. We're shopping on these secondhand websites. And a lot of the time, if the person has listed an item and they don't have the measurements up there, if you message them and you ask for the measurements, they'll give it. So either have a tape measure close by, but just know your measurements because a size 12 in the 90s is not a size 12 now. So if you're seeing a vintage dress and you're like, oh, this dress is from the 80s. Oh, it's a, it's a size 10, it's my size. Hmm. One thing that they do they have, oh, what's, there's a word for it. I must find this name. The measurements that were a size 10, say in the 80s and 90s, is smaller than what it is now. Uh, vanity metrics. I'm pretty sure that's the word. They have vanity metrics now. So, so that people are more happier when they shop, because if you're happy, you're going to spend the money. My last tip is experiment. Do not be afraid to experiment because with experiment, you're gonna find what you love, you're gonna find what you don't love, you're gonna find what suits you, you're gonna definitely find what don't suit you. There are times where I've gone out and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna wear this outfit today. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, I look cute. And then after like three, four, five hours, the end of the day, you might walk past the room and be like, I don't like it. Me not likey. And so, yeah, you're like, cool, charge. I'm not gonna wear this outfit again. I might donate this outfit. 
or might donate this item of the outfit that I don't like because it just doesn't bring me joy and it doesn't make me feel good. So don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to be so flipping extra. Why? Because that's what brings you joy. And yeah, have fun, man. Style should be fun. You should get dressed and just have fun. Like let have fun things on your outfit that, you know, make people laugh. And if it doesn't make people laugh, by golly, I hope it makes you laugh. Because you can't, you are not in control of someone else's happiness, but you are absolutely in control of your own happiness. You are absolutely in control of your own smiles and your own jokes. And if no one laughs at your joke, who cares? They don't even have a sense of humor. Come on, I'm so funny. I, I literally am laughing at my joke before it comes out of my mouth. <laughs> stop it. Anyway, guys, with that said, I've reached the end of my podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this one. And I hope you come back next week. And yeah, if you've got any tips, tricks or requirements or requests, you can reach my hotline, hotline, hotline. I love you guys. Peace out. A town down. West side is the best side. Do I believe that? Uh, yeah, there are other places. However, that's where I be at, innit? And wherever I'm at, the vibe is vibing. You know what time it is. It's a party. It's popping on a handstand. And yeah, it just is what it is. So have an amazing week. I love you. Bye, guys. (laughs)